All right, welcome back to the Fantasy Templar. We are still playing fantasy football. We are not 0-5 anymore. We're still doing good. Um, my dog is still trying to walk under the table while I'm recording. Sorry, sweetheart. Um, but yeah, week seven, here we go. Um, ah, one of the leagues that I'm on the bottom at, well, not anymore, after this week, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but uh, I got these shittiest trades from these guys. And, like, I have to, I have to, uh, like, I wrote it down so I can talk about it with you. And I know the reason why. Because he's at the top and I'm on the bottom, so you thought I should be willing to give away all of my goodie points for basically nothing. Here's what he sent me. Christian McCaffrey, who dived into my AR and will be on there until playoff. Um, for... You know, uh, for Damien Hearn, Kenny Galladay, and Jarvis Landry. Go fuck yourself. And the same guy sent me a trade offer for Ridley, for Jacoby Myers, and Hunter Henry. And it's like, no, buddy, no. I would, you know, if you're on the bottom, you do need to make some aggressive moves to uh, take advantage of the people that you have so you can get like a fightable team and like waver your wire into the playoff. What I do almost every year to send them my lead. But this was so fucking insulting. So I I saw that he had like um, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Dalvin Cook, Dale Henderson, who drafted really well. Um, so I sent him an offer, all three of those, from a fucking kicker. And I was like, basically me saying, go fuck yourself. But then, I felt so proud of myself. I was like, I'm teaching this guy a lesson. And then I didn't pay attention to who sent the trade. And I sent I sent it to the wrong guy. I sent it to the wrong team. So the whole thing was watched. I had to go apologize to somebody and tell them like, the whole story on the really bad trade offer. Doesn't know what he's doing. And what pissed me off, this guy's in second place in the lead. Now I'm like determined to take him down. Um, I don't know how I'm going to do it from the bottom of the lead, but I'm going to. Work hard and figure it out. All right, so let's get into, uh, you know, lead update. Um, the reason why I talk about my leads is because I'm in a diverse uh, variety of them. And instead of just being like one of those uh, guys that go on there telling me your weekly rankings, I'm going to tell you what I do and what I like, and we can actually see the results. So uh, I'm going to start telling you the name of the leads and what uh, platform they're on so you can kind of see, like, how it, you know, migrates. Every single one of them are PPR, with the exception of one that has like a weird, they don't get as many points per yard per person, but you know, don't worry about that. All right. So I won a lot this year, I mean this week, excuse me. Uh, and I almost swept most of my leads except for... I believe one. There's only one lead I didn't win, so I would have treated I, if I if I swept all like eight leads, I would have treated myself something nice. Um, all right, so let's get started on ESPN platform. The Bourbon lead. You remember I told you about that before, where um, it's a really cool uh, 24 lead team or two uh, two 12 team leads that. Your entry submission is a store pick of a bottle of bourbon. So, 
I took down the number one guy. Uh, he was 0 and 5 going into it. I finally took him down. I took him down hard. Um, and that was just thanks to, which is a lot of, a lot of my leads, the reason why I won, Matthew Stafford, uh, Cooper Cup. I just knew Cooper Cup was going to have a monster year this year. So, um, took down number one. I'm sitting pretty in that lead, but I am concerned um, about my playoff run. Don't worry about the playoff run until we get closer to it. So, um, the next one, Pitkin lead. Um, I had a solid win. Uh, I have a solid team, but I've got major running back issues where I'm like right in the middle of the pack. Uh, so I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm in the top five for the bourbon lead. I'm in the middle of the pack, uh, three and three for the Pitkin lead. And the problem is, Deacon Tubbs are, are questionable or, and or out. Uh, I believe Tubbs already out this week. Um, so, I'm I'm nervous and I don't have good backup. The, the people on my backup are Gordon and I just picked up Danny McKittrick, who I'll talk about later. So, I'm, I'm nervous, but my wide receivers are solid. Going next. Yahoo, uh, on the Yahoo platform, which is the original one that I got started on, um, not my favorite, but they got the history, so we'll talk, we're probably going to have like, a really decent episode in the offseason about different platforms. If you are a commissioner and you're listening, I'm going to tell you about all the stuff that I go through. So, alright, CBS lead, bunch of guys from, uh, I used to work with over at CBS radio and TV. I am two and four. However, and I finally won this week. So I'm two and four. Now, normally it would be kind of a panic situation for me, but if you look at the lead, now it's only a 10 team lead, I should mention that. Um, five other teams are the exact same record as me, and my points per game are in like the top three of the two, two to five people. Um, two to four uh, winning people. So, I've still got a good chance to get to the playoff. And remember, if you don't start 0-4, oh, excuse me, if you don't start 4-0, you can always fight, fight, fight. Because the number of times I've won or have, like, uh, made the payout was coming from behind and just, just, just making it into the playoff. And the playoffs are a different, different scenario. Things go wrong, you know, I remember one year, I got second place after starting 0-5. I got second place. And I, I went entirely through the playoff with my running back, Frank Gore and Adrian Peterson. I kid you not. I just, I got lucky the first round. I, I mean, uh, Adrian Peterson actually had a good game, like the, the second round. Um, and then Frank Gore was just consistently just giving me 10 points no matter what. It was crazy. It was the craziest playoff run. I got so much hate mail from that. But, um, yeah, so always fight, fight, fight uh, until you absolutely cannot make the waiver wire. And then don't make it difficult for other people to make the waiver wire. For, like, the guy that goes, that loses eight games and then beats the number five guys and the number six guy can jump in. I mean, I love, I love that kind of stuff. So... Um, SMU, uh, Marvel Matter, I co-manage the team, and I apologize uh, to the other owner. Like I drafted really, really bad in this league. It was one of the last drafts of the year. 
I think I had drafting fatigue. I made some crazy, wild moves. And this is an ultra competitive league. The guys listen to the podcast. These guys, you know, they wake up early Wednesday morning, set the wave of wires. And yeah, uh, they could delete that I lost this week. Because, yeah, I mean, we're 0 4 in this league, too. And my starting court running back this week, I think, is going to be A.J. Dillon and J.D. McKitchell. That's how bad that team is. However, I do have Josh Allen and Travis Kelsey. The problem is I can't trade them away because no one trades in this league, which sounds weird, but these guys, I'm not going to give away for nothing, but I need something. Um, and this was a little bit different because, you know, there's not a whole lot of people that are uh, two and four. Um, there is a chance I could bump up to like, you know, bottom eight if I fight really hard so I'm really worried about this year and I particularly apologize to the team manager for how bad I drafted. Um, Nick is also a keeper lead and we just haven't been picking the right keepers lately. So uh, and then next so still on the Yahoo platform and this is my home lead called the Boyd Media League. I don't want to explain the story behind that but there is a story. Um, thank you Kevin Atkins. Um, so I'm in fifth place right now after having a horrendous 0-3 start. Uh, I'm on a two-game winning streak, and I'm taking photos of this team because this team was drafted perfectly. I mean, perfectly. I I really had to hit had to hit the waiver wire, although I picked up uh, uh, Cordell Patterson. He's been a great uh, you know flash start. Um, I picked up Tim Patrick on the way wide as my kind of like my bench reliever. But everybody's like my starters are set. I don't really have any injuries uh, except for David Montgomery, uh, which is what David Patterson, uh, Patterson was replacing. Um, but I also started uh, Camille Herbert, and he did very well. And, you know, Antonio Gibson's the one person on that team I'm worried about. Tom Brady's my quarterback, and it's just. I'm doing perfect in that lead. And you always have, it's the thing about having too many leads. You always have one lead where you over excel and then like you just tank the rest of them. So, um, I'm very happy with that one. And I really want to win that one because that's my original lead that I'm a commissioner in. So, you know, the personal pride. Uh, next, Sleeper. Sleeper platform is one of my favorite fantasy football platforms, especially if you do big deep leads or you do dynasty. Um, so I'm in the Meg, uh, that big national tournament, uh, the Megalo Bowl, uh, uh, that are sponsored by the Fantasy Footballers. I'm sure we talked about it before. And I won, but I'm still 4-2. And, and like that other league, there's not a lot of room to go. The teams that are at the top are beating me by a lot. Um, but there is a fighting chance. However, here's the problem. You have to be in the first or second place by week 11 going into week 12 in order to move on in the tournament. But there's like 10,000 people in this tournament. And I'm like number eight. I've got, and there's a good degree of separation between me and even number three. So, because gonna, I cannot lose. Going forward, I cannot lose uh, at all. And that, that's scary. The good news is, 
all the like, all the games that I lost, I lost by like somebody else having a monster game. I've been putting up on average 130 to 150 points per game, so my point total is still high, which is good. Um, and then there were a couple of bad plays I made. That's my own fault. And you're just gonna have to live with that. Um, Dynasty. I'm really get, becoming a fan of this Dynasty League. Uh, it's the first one I've ever done. It's my second year doing it. And I was in a win now mode. And everybody's on by this week. And everybody's freaking injured. It's ridiculous. I'm having to start the backup running back to the Tennessee Titans. Hopefully they'll rest Derrick Henry. That's how bad it is. And because it's the Dynasty League and has a taxi squad. You don't know what a taxi squad is. It's basically a a rookie holding spot, almost like a practice squad, uh, that you can put people who have less than a year and a half experience, and you just you just hold them, but, but you don't want to put them on the, on the waiver wire. Um, this, is, this is going to be really hard. Uh, there is a possible play, but like I, like in the other league, the top five guys. Almost, almost identical to be, now I think about it. Top five guys are putting up so much points that even if I fight my way close to the playoff, there's no way I'm going to over, like, because I'm putting up an average of 120 points per week, which is good. It's not good enough to win the, uh, in any PPR league. Uh, and these guys are putting up 150 to 170 a week. So... I don't know. I don't know what my strategy is going to be getting up there. My goal is just to get into a fighting position for the playoff, like the um, the other ones, and then we'll kind of figure out what the landscape looks like. And I've made this clear to a couple of people on the lead. If I don't, if I don't make the playoff this year, it's not going to be a fire sale. But come January, there's going to be I'm going to crash this team into a rebuild. Uh, a moderate week, but I never believe these guys, some guys are like just starting back up to back up because they have, they want 36 different picks for next season. That's their rebuild. I don't really believe in that. It just makes it not fun. I would rather be competitive, try to be competitive and I just have, I have injury problems and this week with the Buffalo Bills, I didn't realize how many Buffalo Bills I had on my team and Chargers and Jacksonville. It's, it's, it's horrendous. Byron Pringle is going into my starting lineup. Let's just put that out there, okay? All right. So, moving along. Yeah, let me take a little sip of water. Getting a little cut now. So, waiver. I really like Derek Carr this week. I'm actually starting him in one of my lineup. Running back, go get J.D. McKittrick. Um, if you listened last week, I told you to go get him. And he paid off. Paid off for me, helped me win. Um, the situation with the uh, Cleveland Browns was Hunt and Chubb being out. Everybody's running after Dennis Johnson. I prefer Dimitri Felton, Fel Felton, excuse me, because of the potential receiving option that he had. And I look at the guy I've been following since last year. Um, and I think he's going to be Kareem Hunt's replacement at some point. Um, so go grab him. Uh, if you really have to start him, I would. I am starting him in one of the league. 
Um, well, I'm trying to decide between him and AJ Dillon because I, I can't I can't predict what he's going to do. So, wide receiver, Rashad Bateman, go grab him. I think something coming. It may pop this week, uh, but it feels like uh, the Ravens are being true to the words and are starting to expand their passing attack um, to the point where when we talk about the um, the drunken DFS. I've got Hollywood Brown in one of my lineups. It's the guy who I went very, very high on his rookie year, and I said, freaking burnt me so bad that I, I can't even stand to think about him. I'm actually putting him in my lineup this week. So, you know, that and Rashad Bateman, I would just go grab him. If you're really desperate, you can start him. I feel comfortable starting him. I think he's going to put up about 11 points. He's going to continue to grow after that. Um, I saw this in a couple of waiver wires. I went after him. Dylan Shepard, if he's on your waiver wire, go get him. That's a great bet wide receiver to come in in the emergency. Um, him and Cole Beasley are such great, you know, spot starts if you need them. You know, injury. You know, if you if you ask me if you have Allen Robinson, and I think it's, it's actually true in one of my leagues. I have Allen Robinson, I have Sterling Shepard. That's what I'm starting this week, Sterling Shepard. Um, Allen Robinson, I'm just, he's going to ride the bench until he, he shows me something. And it's not his fault. It's just, he's on a bad team with a rookie quarterback that's not performing as well as we hoped. Um, so yeah, Robinson is, oh man, I'm just so tempted to throw it out there, because it would be the game that he just does something crazy stupid, catches two long bombs for a touchdown and another for like 40 yards, and all of a sudden he gets like 16 points, everybody's like, oh my god, if that happened, I am flipping him so hard, like I'm just waiting, I'm basically, without Robinson, I'm just basically waiting for him to have a monster game. So I can get a little bit of a haul for him before we go into the playoff. Uh, but I'm not starting him anywhere unless I'm truly, truly desperate this week. I kind of am, but I'm not to that desperation point yet. It will be a Saturday call. Um, I always like to set my lineup on Wednesday after Wave Wire. And then on Saturday, uh, just in case, I go out, because I'm a tippler. That's old English word for drunk. I have too many whiskeys. And I wake up at 12.01 and I go, no! But I, went, I meant to change that personality, so I said it on Saturday, no matter what. Um, and if it's a game, look, if it's a player that is game time, like you don't find out until Sunday morning, well, you better double, double set several alarms. So, defense this week for waiver wire Cardinals, they were like on a lot of waiver wire. I got them in like four leagues. That's a great matchup right there. Also, um, I like to. A lot of times, if I have the flexibility, I try to get, like, next week potential, you know, defensive start. It's just a, kind of a trick that I have, although it eats up good space. If you have less than six, I don't recommend it. Um, but Patriots defense, I like them. We can suggest. I think they're going to uh, tear it up. Uh, and one lead, that's all the Rams. I know the Rams haven't done anything fantasy-wide, but the matchup is juicy this week. Uh, versus Detroit Lions. Jeff Goff is a horrible quarterback. Everybody needs to admit it. So, I don't know. How risky are you feeling? All right, bottom of the bell waiver picks. Uh, that's the title of this segment. Um, and I know I'm going to mispronounce his name, but TJ Usma. Please uh, leave in the comments below if I've mispronounced it. Uh, tight end for the uh, Cincinnati Bagel. I, I, have had, I had to pick him up in one lead because... I had waiver wire problem and injury problem. Um, so I'm starting him this week in one of my monthlies. 
And then Derek Patterson, I was able to grab, I had room to grab him in two leads. And he's somebody that kind of, I've been kind of watching, but he's uh, basically the backup for J.D. McKittrick if there's anything wrong with Antonio Gibson, which after watching the last game and the reports that I'm seeing, I'm, I get the weirdest feeling that they're gonna ref um, Antonio Gibson this week. And if they do, Derek Patterson could carve out something. Not saying to start him, I'm just saying pick him up. Running back, they don't have a great shelf life. So, um, especially if you're in uh, Dynasty, go grab him. All right, so let's wrap it up with Drunken DFF. Um, before we get into this, hopefully we're gonna have some sponsors and a website opening up soon. And as you can see, I still have a crappy studio uh, that I'm recording on, but we've got new recording equipment and video equipment coming in. Hopefully these will start getting better. All right, Drunken DFL. So we've got two lineups that I do every week. And this one is mainly for DraftKings. Uh, and the other is mainly for FanDuel and Yahoo. Uh, and you have other ones you kind of vary. But here's, here's the lineup that I feel like has the most potential. And so a couple of the other ones last week won. Um, I was in a $50,000 payout lead and I won five bucks. It was free. So, whew. All right. Stafford. I'm all about that Stafford uh, Cooper Cup pick. But this week, because of the, because they're playing Detroit Lions, I'm not going, I don't think they'll go for the deep passes as much. I think it could be a run-heavy game. So I'm going Stafford Henderson for the stack. And then, uh, so, uh, Tuba Hubbard for the running back for uh, uh, Panthers. And then Donnell Mooney, who I think is going to get, he should keep getting look. And he seems to have a good connection. And they're going to have to, they're going to have to air out the ball in this game versus Tampa. Uh, second, it's Kevin Ridley. He's coming back after uh, skipping the last trip with a personal problem, and I think he's looking to come back hard. Uh, and then Sterling Shepard, who I talked about earlier. Like, I feel like he's a great sense pick at a very, very affordable price. Uh, my tight end is going to be Tyler Higby. Um, my flex uh, shot is Hollywood Brown. I remember I was telling you about it. He's going to be heavily utilized in the upcoming game, and I think he's going to get a lot of um, points. And then this leaves enough, actually enough, meat on the bone to go grab the Cardinal for your defense. So that draft can line up one, let's review it one more time. Stafford, Henderson, Hubbard, Mooney, Riley, Shepard, uh, Higby, Hollywood Brown, and the defense at the Cardinal. All right, line number two. Now, this is the one that's a little bit like crazy um, where you go heavy on some of the good guys and go try to find some bargain basement down. So I'm going Brady as my quarterback, and I'm getting Del, uh, excuse me, Derek Henderson. I can't believe I mispronounced that. Derek Hendry. Sorry about that. Derek Hendry. The Keen Hendry. I was on a text chain with a couple of people and I was like, why in the world are we never, are we not taking Derek Hendry as number one? It, I mean, I remember last year the reason why. It's like the statistic of someone being this successful consistently is non-existent. But it, Next year, if there's, I don't think I, I don't think I've ever had, you know, if I, if I'm on a national tournament and I get the number one and number two pick, it, like, it's gonna be Derek Pender. It's insane. The guy scored three touchdowns to get the Buffalo Bills defense. He's one of the best defense in uh, the country right now. So, Tom Brady, Derek, 
Derek Henry, and then Cordell Patterson is my RB2. Uh, I'm stacking uh, Godwin with Tom Brady. Uh, TJ Higgins, I think he's going to have a decent game with Joe Burrow, continue to improve every week. And then my, my, my Hail Mary is AJ Green. I kind of think that, like, they're not going to really utilize Hopkins. They're going to kind of just use um, AJ Green for a couple of long deep passes to get ahead, and then he'll, he'll you know, hobble into the end zone. Uh, my tight end is Ricky Steele Jones. Remember what I said in the waiver wire? If he's available, go get him. Go get him. Um, and then my flex is J.D. McKittrick. I'm pretty sure Antonio Gibson is going to be not utilized if he plays. Um, if he doesn't, it's J.D. McKittrick all day. And then that, that leaves a, excuse me for that book, uh, that leaves the last, uh, that leaves enough money to go grab the L.A. Ram. Now, I know they've been absolutely horrible for fantasy, uh, even though they're supposed to be a good defense. But again, to the Detroit Lions, they could take time to shine. They could take time to get interceptions. They could take time to get stacks. And they could take time to return a pick six. So LA Rams are uh, kind of middle of the path, but still good value. And that'll wrap it up for today. Thank you guys so much for watching, and I'll see you guys next week. Follow the show on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Fantasy Tippler and Twitter at Fantasy Tippler.